This podcast was created on Messy. Create your own show today at messy.fm. Everybody, how are you guys doing out there today? Today, today we are talking about sleepaway camp. This is the third episode in season two. I hope you guys are enjoying all of my episodes. Uh, tonight is a ladies' night. Uh, I have with me uh, Kelly Dunsmore. Hello. Uh, Angela Elliott. Hello. And uh, Rachel Lee. Hey guys. And we are here to to have fun. We're gonna have fun, ladies. All right. Yes, we are. <laughs> we always have fun on these podcasts. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, we'll we'll get on um into it. Um. Uh, Kelly Dunsmore, how um, did you get into horror movies? Yeah, so I have an older sister who is just as much obsessed with horror as I am. And uh, I started around probably when I was in middle school. We started watching the TV show Supernatural together. And 15 years later, we're both still obsessed with it. But we kind of branched <laughs> off from that. Yeah, from that TV show into more horror movies. It, kind of, it was kind of a good stepping stone for me. And now I pretty much see, have seen like every horror movie that comes out. I just am the first one in the theaters. I just love horror. So it's a big part of my life. Yes. How sad are you that this is the last season of Supernatural? Oh, I'm devastated. I'm going to bawl. <laughs> I'm going to cry so hard. It's just weird to think about it not being a part of my life. Yeah, it, it is because it's been around for so long. For so yeah. long. So, yeah. Um, and, uh, well, uh, Rachel, we already uh, kind of know your background, uh, your background uh, in horror. Um, I know you um, got into it through your husband, Mark. So, yeah. That's awesome. Yes, I'm kind of a, I piggybacked off of his obsession <laughs> <laughs> into my said crazy life. <laughs> and anybody who's come to my house understands. My yes. husband's a big collector, so we have stuff I, I can attest to that. <laughs> yes. I think you got sent home with some goodies. Yes, I did. <laughs> and I cherish them both. Please That's let Mark know. I cherish them. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad. Thank and, you for helping me oh. make it a little bit less. <laughs> <laughs> and Miss Angela, how did you get into horror movies? Um, my mom accidentally took me to see Friday the 13th. 
when I was five. <laughs> she didn't realize exactly what the movie was. <laughs> I loved it, and she was afraid, and she stayed for the movie set, and I've loved them ever since. Yes. So my kids, they're all grown up with them, and they're actually in the other room watching Annabelle. <laughs> <laughs> So every horror movie that comes out, we're there. Yeah, Annabelle Holmes was really good, but I'm gonna I'm gonna discuss that movie back um, further down the road. Actually, yep, we will discuss that movie further down the road. But tonight we are talking about Sleepaway Camp, and I love Sleepaway Camp. I hope you ladies love it too, because it is a very yeah. good movie. Uh, I love it, yeah. It, it can be uh, a teaching tool to bullies everywhere. <laughs> right. I was actually really glad that you picked this movie. Um, it's not, I don't think it's, um, it's not like a normal favorite, I guess. Um, it's, I, I want to say like people that have, you know, consumed a lot of horror movies will find this gem and you know, it'll always hold a special place, but it's not mainstream right? Know, or, you know, cult following necessarily. But I was really pleased that you picked this one because this happened to be one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. So this was a good deal. Oh, yeah. It's one of my favorites, too. But uh, the funny thing is, I didn't see this one until after I saw the second one. Oh. Yes, really? I saw the second one first. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and then, so when I saw this one, I'm like, oh, that's Angela. Oh, that's <laughs> why she started telling sense. people. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> yes. And, uh, well, uh, and Angela, you have um, uh, kind of like a funny tie to it, right? Because your husband's name is what? Oh. so when we met when i met with Felicia at frightmare um we had talked a few times on like twitter and she you know right back and forth and i kept telling her she needed to come and she couldn't announce yet that she knew she was coming but when we got to meet she was very gracious and she spent a lot of time with everybody but i told her i've loved her since i was like 12 years old and that my husband's name ironically is paul and that we find at least I find great satisfaction that I get to um, yeah, stick him out in the end. All right. Well, um, Sleepaway Camp was released in 1983. I was three years old when this movie came out, guys. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I was. Hey, if it's 83, I was only one, so I'm right there with you. <laughs> I was eight. <laughs> I was not born yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kelly's the younger. Yeah. Kelly's the youngin on this broadcast. Yeah, I am. <laughs> uh, yes, it was released in 1983, and of course, it stars Phyllis Rose. And uh, Karen Fields actually played Judy, but but I I don't know of any other movies that she had played in. So, um, she's a great character. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. She played a real good bully, 
And yeah, (laughs) that's for sure. (laughs) And uh, but they say she's sweet in real life. I'm not allowed to take your word on it. There's something about that trained body language and the way she cut her eyes at people that man, that looked like she had some kind of practice. Right, that's what that was. To her, really, really awesome acting abilities. Yes, (laughs) I'm just saying. (laughs) All right. Well, my first question, ladies, is what is your favorite part of Sleepaway Camp? Kelly, we'll, we'll um, go to you first. What is your favorite part of Sleepaway Camp? Um, my favorite part is definitely the big twist at the end about Angela. I went into the movie blind. I agree that's not a movie that a lot of people know. So I uh-huh. was trying to. I was on um, the horror Reddit. I go on there a lot, the horror subreddit, and read about movies on there. And I think I just discovered the Texas Frightmare Group to it in May, so at the beginning of the summer. And uh, somewhere suggested this movie, and I discovered it. And I, I didn't, like, watch the trailer. I didn't read the Wikipedia or anything. I just decided to go in blind. So I had no idea what I was getting into. Um, but I loved the movie, and I definitely did not see the twist coming about Angela at the end. Oh, yeah. Um, so that was my biggest part, because I, I did not see it coming at all. So I was very shocked. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, that was crazy. <laughs> so I, I really enjoyed it. That was my favorite part. And that she had just killed everybody. I enjoyed that too. <laughs> I was like, can't get everybody back. <laughs> so I, I, I love the twist. And Rachel, what about you? I really actually liked how uh, the, the dynamic between um, her and, and uh, uh, Ricky. I like how he took care of her. Like in the first part, how he was ready to throw down for her when people were making fun of her. Um, That's probably one of my most favorite parts because that really had some, you know, I I have come from a large family. And so, you know, anybody messed with any of us, it was on, you know, that really spoke to me like, yep, that's family, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I I really like that part. So that's, you know, that was a really good part for me. Yes. And Angela, what's your favorite part? So I have favorite kills, and I know that that's part of later on. So if I had to pick a part that's not favorite kill, I love the teasing that they all did, all the guys did when they're playing ball. And they're all there in their 80s tube socks and half t-shirts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, it was awesome. <laughs> it's just fun to look at them and laugh and be like, what were... <laughs> oh, yeah, and, and remember the 80s. <laughs> yeah. The good old 80s. I loved it. I love everything 80s. So, (laughs) but my favorite part is actually when Susie slaps Judy in the face. Remember uh, remember when Judy was going on and on about how, oh, are you queer? Or uh, uh, she's a carpenter's dream and everything. And Susie just awed up and slapped her in the face. She had it coming. (laughs) I think that made everybody kind of go, thank you. Yes. <laughs> yes. I was like, finally. So I, I wanted it to be, to be Angela, but hey, any girl slap at her would do. <laughs> Maybe part two, Angela. Part one, Angela, oh, I couldn't see during that. Yeah. Yeah, so. that's true. <laughs> and uh, the second question is, what is your least favorite part? And we'll go to uh, Rachel. 
Rachel, what is your least favorite part? My least favorite part is, um, oh my gosh, I can't remember the guy's name. The one that was took the girl out on the boat. And oh, uh, Billy or Kenny. I think yeah. his name was Kenny. Kenny, uh, yeah. He he ticked me off the whole time anyway. Oh. But then uh, he, sing, he sings a stupid song when he's under the boat. Yes. <laughs> I'm just like, and I'm oh, telling God. you, I had that song stuck in my head for the last two days. I did, I did too, but now I can't remember <laughs> Thank you, God. Don't <laughs> remember it. Don't make me sing it, because I remember oh, okay. it. <laughs> okay, if anybody wants to know what the song is, they're going to have to watch it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I covered it all. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, my mostly, that's my, my least favorite part. <laughs> and uh, Angela, what's your least favorite part? <laughs> um, I think I would have to say when Meg is getting ready um, for her date, Oh my gosh! <laughs> because I'm all I could think, you know, when I was little, is why would she go out with? Yes, me too. <laughs> oh my gosh! I was like, ew, 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 ew. What does she see in yeah. him? Yeah. So that just kind of disturbed me a little bit. Yes. And Kelly, what what about you? What's your least favorite part? Um, I agree with both of those answers, uh, but my least favorite part was when the cook was trying to, like, take advantage of Angela. Yes, mine um, too. I have it right like, here in my notes. Yeah, since he's, like, you know, in the power position, you know, like, trying to take advantage of a child, like, as a teacher especially, I think that just, like, really, I would book anybody, but, like, especially, like, I don't know, that just gets close. Oh, yeah, that's like, struck a really chord with you. Yeah. yeah, like, I was so upset about it. <laughs> So I don't like that part. Oh, uh, yeah. Agree. Totally agree. All right. Now, besides Angela, who was your favorite character? And uh, Angela, we'll go uh, with you first. Besides Angela, who was your favorite character? I loved Kate and Judy. She was just my favorite person to, you know, as a kid. And being hurt, being a bully, wishing bad things would happen to her. (laughs) 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 So it was nice, you know, to get some payback. (laughs) Yeah, she's the easiest person to um, to focus on because she's just such a big character. Yes, (laughs) (laughs) I caught that. I read between those lines. Right. I'm with you, girl. And and Kelly, what about you? Who is your favorite character? Um, My favorite character was definitely Ricky. Uh, He was just so sweet, taking care of Angela the whole movie I thought. And I just thought that that was just so adorable. And I appreciated, like, how caring he was as a character. So I loved him in the movie. Uh, oh yeah! Uh, throughout the entire movie, he he mm-hmm. protected Angela. Yeah, he's always the one there for her. He's such a sweetheart. Yes, and uh, Rachel, who is your favorite character besides Angela? I I actually agree with Kelly. Um, yeah, that Ricky was so good. Um, you also have to remember too, Ricky knew what was going on. Oh yeah, yes he you did. Know? Yeah, so he knew that his mom was freaking crazy, and made this child 
right dressed like the opposite sex and you know all that stuff so he knew what was going on right that that kind of to me is that's the more of the fuel that he saw the you know just the the wrong just how wrong that all could be and you know he was going to try to take it for that is he was awesome he was the protector in the show i really appreciate that but i really like i think i i like uh paul and i think because he was kind of he had good and bad i think he was a very well-balanced character Uh, yes because he had of course he's a you know a little uh you know uh creepy teenage boy that he wants to, you know, they're all about, you know, sex and stuff like that. Of course. He also, but he also did care and he was being kind and he, you know, you know, like I said, I would think it was a well balance. Again. Balance of his character. Yeah, because, I mean, he was a, just a typical teenage boy. Exactly. You know, he, um, you know, he did want sex, but, but he also, like you said, uh, Rachel, he also did care. And he, yeah. he, I think he genuinely liked uh, Angela. If you ask I agree. Me. I absolutely agree. Uh, well, my favorite character actually was Susie. Uh, not only because she slapped Judy, but because... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you were, I was that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Laugh for a minute, good. <laughs> not only because of that, but because... She was the only female character, um, if you notice, that Angela really talked to. Mm-hmm. She was the only mm-hmm. uh, she was the only female character uh, that Angela actually wanted to talk to. You know, she she answered her when she spoke to her. Now, when Meg and Judy tried to t- talk to her, she just stared. But when Susie talked, she actually talked back. And yeah, and I think true. it was because Susie was the most kindest and the most, you know, uh, she um, was at least trying to get to know Angela. So, and, and I really think uh, um, Susie would have um, uh, would have been uh, just like Ricky. And trying to not fighting or anything like that, but letting people know, hey, hey, you know, leave her alone, you know. I, I think, yeah, I, I think she um, would have taken on that role had Ricky not been there. So, and okay, now who is your least favorite character? Although. I kind of already can guess what you guys are going to say. <laughs> uh, Kelly, who is your least favorite character? My least favorite was actually Paul. Um, <laughs> I felt like, you know, we're going to have the bullies who are always bad, you know, but I felt, I feel like my least favorite type of people are the people who just stand back and kind of just let things happen. Like, and um, so he was like oh, carrying yeah. out sometimes and sometimes he stood up for but I felt like he didn't do enough. Like, he wasn't yeah. on Ricky's level of protecting her. And he just kind of let things happen sometimes. And I didn't oh, yeah. really appreciate that. Yeah. So, uh, it, was my, sometimes like, that's kind of worse. 
Yeah, that's how I feel. Like, what if you're allowing it to happen, you're just as guilty. So, yes, I, I, I and I just found him annoying it too. So, <laughs> I was not sad at his death. <laughs> right, Rachel, who was your uh, least favorite character? My least favorite character was the doctor, uh, Ricky's mom. She yes. was very just. Odd and very unsettling, and every yes. scene that had her in it, whether it was real or flashback, it was disturbing. Yes, <laughs> like, I shuddered she when made me feel wrong. She made me feel very weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I would have to say it was her. I will say that I think that was the point. We were supposed to get that feeling of whoa, she is so not right. There's something really wrong, right? And that kind of helps us understand why. She would be pushed from the death of her brother. Yes. Um, and, you know, to do, to kind of just be so messed up, um, that she would do this to a kid. I mean, it doesn't make excuse, but it gives this kind of oh, right. insight. Anyway. Right. A lot of insight. Right. And, uh, Angela, who is your least favorite character? Um, mine was also Angela's aunt. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm trying to look at it from a perspective of like when I was 12 watching it and she just always creeped me out. <laughs> everything yeah. from her voice to just her face, like everything. <laughs> she played a great role because I'm, like you said, I'm not sure that's what it was supposed to be. But just, just her voice and her face just have always kind of graded that last nerve. It's like nails on a chalkboard. Yes. Yes, it is. I agree with that. That tilting of the head, that blank expression, that answering question, like questions with a question type thing, you know, didn't I do good? Didn't I, you know, type right. whatever. Wasn't whatever that nice of me? Said. But in that sing-songy, yeah, in that sing-song voice, it was just, ooh. <laughs> Very unsettling. Yeah, like you said. <laughs> so. Yes. Well, my least favorite character, I actually had two. Of course, one of them is Judy, and the other one is Meg. Oh, my gosh. I wanted to, I as much as I wanted to slap Judy, I actually wanted to fight Meg. <laughs> I wanted to, I just wanted to beat her up. <laughs> I mean, see, the, I, they both thought that, uh, they both thought that Angela was spoiled, but I thought that they were the spoiled brats. I, I don't know. I, maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> I thought they were the spoiled ones. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Now, Angela, you, you can answer this one uh, for, first because this is the uh, which kill was the coolest question. <laughs> So, oh, which kill did you like the um, best, or which one was the coolest to you? Judy. <laughs> I love, I have never looked at a when I in the same. <laughs> that was my favorite by far. <laughs> and, uh, Rachel, what was your favorite, um, uh, or what was your, what did you think was the coolest kill? While the, um, while Judy's death was very much cringeworthy, very much so, I have to, I guess, state the obvious, and it would be the cook's death. Um, oh, yeah. 
And I got I that down so, in my notes, too. He was too. such a horrible person. Yes, he but was. But even I was going, dude, just push off the shelf and fall back and don't yes. touch it, man. You know what I mean? It's like, just don't touch it, man. I know you're balancing it, but just push yourself off. Because, I mean, to be burned, I mean, I've, I think all of us have burned ourselves. Oh, yeah. You know, cooking mm-hmm. or whatever. But for that gigantic pan like you could put a body in that pan and boil it i mean that was like a tall yes you know six foot tall pan basically or something and that was you know, a death to have that much boiling water oh my god i can only imagine and then they talk about it afterwards oh we can't imagine the pain we don't know about his eyes yet yes Oh, that, I, I, think I cringe, but it, that, that was the coolest death. I have that down on my notes. That was you my coolest death. actually see the blisters uh, popping Ooh, up on his face. Yes. And kind of like, you know, uh, pulsating. It was horrible. <laughs> it was horrible. With a capital H. Yes. <laughs> and <laughs> Kelly, what was your uh, coolest death? What, what did you think was the coolest death? Um, I agree with Rachel, but that was actually one I was going to say was the yes. death too, because I hated him so much. Yes. Um, but I know the same thing when I watched it, um, which I actually watched it yeah, for the first time this summer, and I was just like laughing at the guy. I was like, that would be so easy to escape. Like, why are you not just escaping from this death? Like, <laughs> it did not seem that hard to get out of, but, um, I mean, I wasn't upset that he died, but <laughs> it seems like he could have gotten out of it so easy, and then, yeah, it was just so grotesque as well that, it was, yeah, probably just the craziest stuff. <laughs> okay. Well, what kill did you guys think was kind of lackluster? Uh, Kelly, uh, we'll start with you for this one. Uh, what, um, which kill did you think was kind of lacking? Um, yeah, this one was, um, kind of hard for me to think about because I, I pretty much liked all the deaths. Yeah. Um, Probably Billy's death though with the um he was dropped the yeah, album because they dropped the hive right to kill him. Um Oh yeah. Just I feel like yeah, that was just kind of done very quickly and it I don't know. I just for some reason it didn't make much of an impact on me, so that was probably my least favorite. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh Laura, how about you? I'm I mean not Laura. Rachel. <laughs> oh, uh I actually agree with Kelly um, on that. That was so much so that I didn't even remember it until she said it. And I just watched the movie today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I rewatched it. To, I rewatched it today. So, like, yeah, that was very, I was like, because, I mean, I was talking to my husband when she starts poking the little hive through the window and she starts waving it around I'm like, where are the bees? Where are the bees? Yeah. You don't even see them. Right. And he's like, no, no. And we're like, he is a big grown man. Are you telling me he can't break that little stick? Which he finally does, but still. And we were like, jump over it, climb under it. Right. Yeah, not? me I mean, too. I was saying that too, Rachel. Yes. Yeah. So that that didn't make any sense to me. But I will go back to the uh, one of my other uh, least favorite things, and it was uh, Timmy's death because all he did was get drowned. While yeah. the, I guess the death mask after when they roll the boat over and they see him, and you could see little. Uh, what looks like bites probably taken out by turtle and other wildlife uh, yeah. in the water. That was kind of cool. His dry, he just drowned. Like, yeah, that that's it. what I, I was just, thinking too. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, a, a boy that's that big again with whoever had them, like they looked small, right? 
Like right. the color looks small. Yeah. Or smaller. Anyway, and I don't know. I, I yeah, but he couldn't take it. <laughs> I, I, I completely agree. Uh, uh, that was the uh, death that I found was kind of lacking. You know, I, I felt like they could have done better. It could have been a fight. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It could have been better, you know. Uh, well, a- Angela, what was your lackluster death? Mine was definitely the timing, but I had to pick a, one that hasn't been mentioned. It probably be Meg. I thought the killing in the bathroom was really cheesy. It was, oh, yeah. Like they were just cutting through a piece of plastic. Like, yeah. Why was she leaning back on that wall, right? Like, right. why was she not jumping forward when she got poked with something? Right. <laughs> Jump away from the blade. Jump away. <laughs> question is do you guys think that Judy and Meg would have treated Angela differently if they had known that she was uh, or if they had known how she lost her family do you guys think that she would have that they would have treated her differently uh, Kelly we'll go with you first for this one um, I don't really think so. I think they're just kind of bullies anyway. So like you said, they're just kind of princesses who think that they're, you know, they're, they're kind of spoiled and think that they're better than everybody else. Yeah. So I don't think that they really would have had, I don't think they really would have cared either way for Angela or what she was going through. I think they were just kind of thinking of themselves and selfish. So I don't think it would have affected them. Yeah, I don't, I, yeah, I don't think so either. <laughs> well, uh, how, how, what do you think, um, uh, Rachel? What do you think about it? I agree. I think that they are bullies in that. And if they would have known that personal bit of information um, about her, they would have just used it as fuel. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. just to do something else mean and do something terrible because they're just horrible people. <laughs> right. Right. They're mean girls. Uh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. And Angela, do you feel the same way? I do. They're just genuinely not nice people. And um, I think they definitely would have used that against her. Probably told other people. Told the other oh, girls, yeah. Yeah. And just would have found more ways to tease her. Yep. And uh, and I think, uh, too, uh, with um, Angela being Ricky's cousin, and I, I know, um, I think, what wasn't the backstory between Judy and Ricky that they went together the year before or something like yeah. that? Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and I think that you know, had Angela been talking, I think she would have told Judy off for her cousin. And but then again, in a way, she kind of did tell Judy off. I mean, she didn't talk to her at all. She just stared at the girl. Was like, "Yeah, I got your number. You know, I know the real you. You know." And she so she kind of did. You know, and I think that's probably probably why Judy got so dang mad at her <laughs> because right yep, because she knew uh Angela knew well, okay, and here's the big questions, guys, and you guys know uh, well, uh Rachel and Angela, you guys know that I ask this all the time um what 
uh, how does the boy camp parallel the Bible, if at all? And well, when I was watching uh, Sleepaway Camp, I, um, I, you know, of course, you know, you have all, you know, the the sins, you know, murder, molestation, uh, you know, uh, even uh, homosexualism and everything like thing like that. And what I got from it was, you know, hey, everybody sins, you know. No sin is greater than the other. <laughs> you know, you have murder and everything. And then you have this woman who is not so, you know, right in the head, turning this little boy into a little girl. You know, you can't get any more messed up than that. <laughs> and so, so to me, uh, it doesn't like parallel the Bible or, or anything like that. But, you know, you can you you read the scriptures from the Bible and you, and you watch this movie and you say, Oh, well, yeah, there's, uh, you know, this, there's a scripture for this scene. There's a scripture for that scene and, and, and everything. So uh, that's what I got from it anyway. Um, uh, Rachel, do you have an opinion on that? I do. Um, I actually, this is actually really cool. I think I realized it for the first time in watching this movie today. Um, they, you know how they would do uh, flashbacks. And she remembers when she, okay, Angela remembers when um, she and her sibling were there watching her dad and his partner kind of like, you know, make love in bed or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. And and I was one, and they were giggling, and then it shows them on the on the bed themselves, you know, right, mimicking, going to try to experiment or whatever, yeah. you know. And how looking at it, like she like freaks out because you know the flashback happened whenever she was getting close to pop, right? So, but it made sense to me. It was almost like whenever she saw, you know, her dad and his partner together that was a really weird foreign thing for for i'm saying her y'all know what i'm talking about um <laughs> yeah her and so whenever if she was to get close with paul that would be the same thing right yeah and she freaked out about it yeah so apparently she wasn't just because she was raised like a girl she was not gay right exactly so that was a very wrong thing for her like just you know, right. because she was not that way. I'm uh, almost thinking yeah. that she accepted his advances just a teeny bit because she thought that's what she was supposed to do to be a girl. You yeah. See what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's a whole lot of, I mean, it just kind of, I think it's really cool how it shows the confusion. But um, what I was going to do, what I was going to, I just wanted to mention that because that was a, a interesting part. You had mentioned homosexuality. Yes. I triggered that in my mind. But um, when you when we talk about if it's uh, in relation to the Bible, I think the the greatest commandment: love one another as yes. I have loved you. Um, do unto other as you would have them do unto you. That exactly. kind of thing, and yes. that that goes with the bullying. I mean, that's kind of what we teach our kids. Um, you know, if you don't like that being done to you, you shouldn't do it to other people. You don't treat right. people ugly because you don't want them to do that. Stuff. So I think if it, we had to balance anything. Um, or parallel it with the Bible, it would be, you know, that, you know, the greatest commandment. 
Right, is love. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kelly, um, do you have an opinion about this? Yeah, um, I agree a lot with Angela. I think that's um, the most important one, like, treat everybody like you want to be treated. And um, a little bit of relation to the Old Testament, too, you know, like, um, you have, like, no sin goes unpunished. And so um, a little bit with, you know, all these people are mean to Angela throughout the movie. And they all kind of get what's coming to them in the end, and they end up getting punished for their sins. So um, yes. I thought that was kind of interesting. Yes, ma'am. And Angela, what do you think? I have listened to the three of you, and I wholeheartedly agree with the three, with all three of you. Um, I don't know that I can really add any more than that. I'm not really sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a broad, it's a broad question, it and if we do a broad answer for the whole thing, I, I there isn't that much more that you could say to it. It is yeah. right, yeah, exactly, exactly. And as a mom, as a mom, I can say, I never thought I'd be the eye for an eye. Oh yeah. <laughs> However, when your kids get bullied, oh yeah, contemplate. Oh yeah, down and taking up some seven-year-olds yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, look, my son isn't even in school yet, and I'm already like, if anybody messes with him, they mess with me. <laughs> my daughter got bullied because her hair blonde since she was little. Oh my so, gosh! What? Yeah. Now that Whatever. is crazy. You know, yeah. So I contemplated how much jail time would I get if I went down there. We're in Texas now, so probably a lot. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be a lot. <laughs> so I just love the whole eye for an eye, you know. Oh Not yeah. That I agree with my daughter, but you know, <laughs> for the most part, they got what they what he was going to do. He apparently at the very beginning, he was saying stuff like we call them Baldy and stuff like that. Right. He had this whole kind of thing to where he was going to try to do something to those kids. And he probably yes. already had made multiple mm-hmm. offenses. So in all honesty, with Angela doing what she did, she probably saved a whole slew of other children that would have been molested at his hand. Yes. So, like, yep. That is a good way to look girl, at it. And mean girl, Judy, she, you know, she was stopped in her tirade of being a friggin' bully, uh, along with Meg. Meg right. was an older bully. Um, you know, so she probably saved them, saved a lot of other girls, you know. And Judy was particularly, you know, um, very cruel. Yes. And so as she got older, it probably would have been much more crazy and devious things that she could have done to other people. Mm-hmm. Yep. I agree with that. Well, uh, ladies, I don't have any more questions, but I, I do have fun facts here. And uh, I I have um, uh, three or four fun facts that I wrote down. Um, the first one is the film was known as... Uh, the um, Sleepaway Camp had a lot of titles in different um, parts of, of the country, guys. Uh, it was known as the Nightmare Vacation. 
Summer Camp Inferno. Now, Summer Camp Inferno was uh, in Japan. And then in Brazil, it was called Sinister Camp. And in France, it was called Summer Camp Massacre. And in Hungary, it was called Angel of Death. (laughs) And then in Germany, it was Bloody Summer. (laughs) Those are really good names. Yes, they are. (laughs) They're very good titles. Any one of those could have would have done. They're different too. Yes. Interesting. And oh, you guys will be interested in this. During the canoe flipping scene, Kenny, portrayed by Joe Dunn, he he lost a pretty large piece of his hand when when it collided with a sharp rock at the bottom of the lake. Ugh. Wow. It just, ugh. Pretty sad. I know actors and actresses are pretty dedicated. Uh, yes. You know, I know in the I, I know now that happens, but uh, in the eighties they did a lot of their own stuff. Oh yeah, they did. Mm-hmm. Thing, so, yeah, definitely. That's crazy. Yes. Um, and uh, here's something very interesting. It was very interesting to me. Uh, um, a young Peter, played by Frank Sorrentino, get this, guys, is the brother of the situation from the Jersey Shore. Did you guys know that? <laughs> That's funny. I, I actually knew that. I, oh, really? Of course. Well, Mark, Mark is the... Oh, well, yeah. Special. I should have known. <laughs> I should have known. Yeah, Mark knows everything. Fun. He does. <laughs> we, we have to wake up pretty early in the morning to stump Mark. No Although I did stump him that one time. Yeah, you did, and you have it on. You have it on. I the, sure the do. Record, so. I have it on the podcast, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> you slammed him. <laughs> and the last, uh, uh, the last uh, fun fact that I have is uh, the paramedics carrying away the burnt cook at the beginning of the film. They were really paramedics from the town. So that's pretty interesting. That is cool. Yeah. That's very cool. That is neat. I actually have a fun fact if you don't have any more. Oh, no, I don't. Go ahead. Uh, You know, you know, the other guy, I guess, the assistant cook. I can't remember what his name was. Uh, Uh, Yeah, the black guy, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, He is actually Richard Earl Jones. Yeah. That's James Earl Jones's dad. Yes, yes, it is. Isn't yes, it me? is. It I, is. I, 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 and they I, look I, alike, I, too. He looks just do. like his dad. I was looking at him going, man, this dude looks like James Earl Jones. Like, James Earl Jones. And I was like, I was like, man, he just looks so familiar. And he was talking, and I was like, I, he just really reminds me of somebody. And Mark was like, duh. And I'm like, oh, of course you would know. <laughs> Yes, yes. As one of the facts, um, he is one of the two of the um, uh, people that I have that have passed on. Uh, Robert Earl Jones, uh, he did not die until 2006, um, September 7th, 2006. And he was 96 years old when he passed away. Oh, wow. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Amazing. Yeah. And uh, and uh, James Earl Jones, like you said, that's his son. He actually was born to his first wife and they got divorced uh, or they separated um, went before he was born. So, oh, wow. yeah, and he didn't really he didn't really connect with his dad until the 1950s. Uh, that's what I, yep, that's what I read. And then uh, the other um, name I have here um, that has passed on, Mike Kellen, who played the other sexual predator, in my opinion, <laughs> Mel. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Mel, he died actually uh, soon after Sleepaway Camp released. Because uh, Sleepaway Camp was released on November the 18th, 1983. Well, he passed away August 26, 1983. Uh, he, he died of lung cancer. And they actually talk about that. Uh, I know Felisa says something about that on the commentary. Um, if, you get, if you have the Blu-ray, uh, the Blu-ray DVD combo set, mm-hmm. um, I, I listened to the commentary. And uh, Felisa said that, you know, uh, she got really close to him, like, at the end of the movie. But then suddenly, uh, like, right after that, he passed away. So, oh, wow. yeah. That's interesting. I have another fun fact. I just thought about it. Yes, ma'am. Um, it's something that Mark had told me uh, a while back. But um, the great reveal scene at the end, Mm-hmm. Um, that actually, the whole full body shot was actually a college student completely naked wearing a, um, you know, like a, a cast oh, yeah. of the character Angela's face. So that's all real body. It's just a yes. face. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. She talked about really that too. She talked about, she talks about that too. See, um, uh, she said that there was no way her mom was going to let her. <laughs> Put, like put something on, yeah. <laughs> that look like real, real man bits. Yeah. Yep. She said there was no way her mom was going to let her do that. So, so they had to get somebody else. You know, I found a table for when you pick pictures for her and autograph. The one I got is like from the chest line up of her doing the face at the end, mm-hmm. but she had, um stack of the full picture mm-hmm. that she put that she could autograph and that sold out on Friday, like the first day. Well see Mark was telling me that whenever she people bring actually like like dildos, like realistic ones and she'll sign them. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is really funny. It's not it's not kid appropriate. Not kid appropriate for, for my house because that would be pretty funny. Uh, yes. But but yeah that's that's the I thought that was really funny. She attached, someone brought a little oh, strap-on type one that I heard of mm-hmm. and she actually put it on over her, over her dress. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Oh my gosh, yes. that's so funny. Yeah, that's great. I would have I loved to see that picture. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have it. Just out of morbid curiosity. Yes. <laughs> well, Angela, post it to the group. 
Yeah. Does she have to put like a smiley face on it? Or... <laughs> We're going to get you locked down. Yeah, you might have to put a smiley face over it. Not that I'm thinking about it. Smiley face, please. Yes. Because it is a kid friendly group, you know. You just don't want to get in trouble with Facebook these days because uh, it's right. real quick. Oh my gosh, they sure will. Uh, they serve I'm pretty well. sure that picture is in my pictures on Facebook. So, so far it's still there. <laughs> <laughs> well, ladies, this has been so fun. I I loved it. I loved it. I loved the conversation. I I love sleepaway camp actually, and uh, I I just um I knew that I had to discuss it with some people because um it's just um. As as much as it is good, it really is a deeper movie. It has a it has a deep message in it, you know. Okay. Uh, you know, stop bullying for one. <laughs> yes. Stop bullying, you know. Okay. Let's just all get along. <laughs> well, whenever my kids bully, I always tell them you you be you know. Somebody is always going to be bigger and they're always going to bully you back. You don't know what's going to happen to the people that you've already bullied. Right. How they're going to get you back. And sometimes it does. <laughs> it does happen that way. Yes. I, I would hope that they wouldn't get murdered by a. <laughs> you know, poorly. Yes. Oh, my poorly God. mistreated girl. <laughs> but still, you know, and you, hey, you never know. Right. Right. <laughs> it's a good cautionary right. tale. And uh, Kelly, I, I just want to say I commend I commend you for being a teacher. Uh, I don't know what grade you teach, but girl, I know it's got to be hard. Thank you. It's seventh grade. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, that's hard. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I love it. Though. Let's I give it up for Kelly. I am I'm like bowing to you right now. Yes, she <laughs> is an unsung hero. That is for sure. Thank you. Oh my gosh. But yes, ladies, this was fun. And I want to take a mi minute to actually talk about my, um, uh, my group. Uh, uh, Horror Movie Warriors is the name of the group and it is on Facebook. And we really do have fun on that group, don't we, ladies? <laughs> we do. Yeah, I, I love, I love my group, group. It, I just, um, yeah, you can find it on Facebook for anybody who wants to join. Um, we um, post lots of horror-related material, lots of memes, uh, even music videos. So, uh, but yeah, that is actually the end of my podcast, ladies. I, I hope you guys have fun like I did. Yes, we absolutely Thank you. Did. It was so much fun. Yes, ma'am. And uh, uh, see, do I need to talk about anything else? Well, the one thing I do want to um I do want to talk about though, guys, is I still don't know why why Meg wanted to uh, go with Mel. I just don't. Oh, <laughs> just, he wasn't he, even a hot older guy. No, he wasn't. Like, the there least. was no, there was no kind of, and there was he didn't even have a good personality. No, yeah. he didn't. It was just sleazy. <laughs> There was nothing going for him. Oh my gosh. I was just like, what? I wanted to shake her. 
I wanted to beat up Judy, but I no, 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 no. I wanted to beat up Meg, but I also wanted to shake her because why? I'm like, why? What the heck? <laughs> okay, okay. You know, I was going to say, my 14-year-old said the same thing. He goes, but why? <laughs> I don't understand why. And I was like, well, some girls think that it is cool to have an older guy's attention so they can be the cute young thing and have them be doted upon. But yeah. I don't think that Mel would have doted upon her. I, I think she would have had to work pretty hard for her. Right. He got attention from him because he's, like I said, not a good guy anyway. And we've been wow. gross. Wow. Yeah. Really gross. Oh, <laughs> really gross. Oh, I, Maybe for I her, it was so. like a power thing. She thought she'd have more power over the other girls if she was dating him or something. That's really you true. know what That's that really is. This is as a matter of fact that uh, they said that on the commentary too, uh, because even Felisa was like, "Okay, I never understood why she wanted to go with Mel," and then. <laughs> And then I think it was uh, the guy who plays Jonathan. He was like, well, you know, uh, the power, you know, yeah. she would have had more power. So, so, yep, Kelly, you hit the nail right on the head. <laughs> All right, ladies. Well, that really is it. And we have had such a good time talking about Sleepaway Camp, everybody. And until next time, until next week, and next next week I will be talking about the movie Scream, guys, with um, my cousin, Kina, Macklin Curtis, uh, and two um, guys, um, Nathan Della and Brian Allen Keaton. So stay tuned for that for next week, guys. And until then, this has been Latrice Carter, Kelly Dunsmore, Rachel Lee, and Angela Elliott. And we will talk to you guys later. Bye.